if you want to be a true professional, you will do something outside yourself, something to repair tears in your community, something to make life a little better for people less fortunate than you. That's what I think a meaningful life is. One lives not just for oneself, but for one's community. That's Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and this is The Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to change your relationship with depression. I'm your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Wednesday. So today we are continuing with our topic of the week by paying respect to some of our most notable leaders who passed this year. And today we have former Supreme Court justice and feminist icon Ruth Bader Ginsburg on the show to share a quick story of her humble beginnings as a law student in the 1950s and what it means to live a meaningful life. Here's Justice Ruth Ginsburg. So, Justice Ginsburg, it's a huge pleasure and honor to have you with us. Thank you so much for accepting our invitation to be the visiting Rathbun Fellow. As you know, the Rathbun program is designed to foster thinking about what it means to lead a meaningful life. And you've said some things about that already, but could you encapsulate what it means to lead a meaningful life for you? To put it simply, it means doing something outside yourself. I tell the law students, I address now and then, if you're going to be a lawyer and just practice your profession, Well, you have a skill, so you're very much like a plumber. But if you want to be a true professional, you will do something outside yourself, something to repair tears in your community, something to make life a little better for people less fortunate than you. That's what I think a meaningful life is. One lives not just for oneself, but for one's community. That's, that's wonderful. Thank you. And do you think that's the same as a purposeful life? Yes, I think the purpose is what you aim, what you aim for. Great. How has family played a part in your own life and your own meaning in your life? It plays a very large part. It's one of the things that drew Justice Scalia and me together because we both care a lot about families. I saw a big change in in life in the United States between the birth of my daughter in 1955 and my son in 1965. When my daughter Jane started school, I was one of a very few working moms. Ten years later, there had been 
an enormous change. It wasn't at all unusual to have two runner families uh, by the middle 60s. And that made me realize that it would be possible for the first time in history to move the law in the direction of what I call equal citizenship stature for men and women. So talk a little bit about that. Talk about your own experience and how that led you to that work. In the days when I went to law school, my entering class at Harvard was over 500 students, and only nine were women. There was no anti-discrimination law, so employers were totally upfront in saying, um, we don't want any lady lawyers here, or we once hired a woman, and she was dreadful. And how many men have you hired that didn't live up to your expectations for them? Uh, at any rate, that's, that's what things, things we didn't complain about. So, for example, Harvard Law School, we had there were nine women. There were two teaching buildings at that time. Only one of them had a women's bathroom. So you can imagine if you're in class is one thing, much worse, you're taking a three- or four-hour exam and had to make a mad dash to the other building with the thing of it was we never complain. That's just the way things were. But by the late 60s, the feminist movement had revived in the United States, in part as a result of the civil rights movement, but also as part of a worldwide movement. When the UN had declared International Women's Year, things were changing all over. And so it became possible to break down uh, what is referred to as the separate spheres mentality. That is, the woman's place was with the family, taking care of the home, and the man's place was outside. He was the representative of the family outside the home. And many of our laws were designed to fit that model of the stay-at-home woman and the work-a-day man. So that's, in, in the decade of the 70s, almost all the laws of that kind were gone. Big thanks to Justice Ruth Ginsburg for stopping by. If you like this clip, there will be a link to the entire talk in the show description. And when you get a chance, please follow the show on Spotify Podcast. Share it or subscribe on your favorite podcast player app. And I will see you back here Friday where we have a new speaker making his debut on the show to talk about life, conflict and adversity. So until then, stay strong. Later. Later.